What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I am, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um, I had an entire podcast planned today. I had it, actually, believe it or not, hand of God, I had it written out, okay? And you all know me. Um, I go by the fly, I fly by the seat of my pants uh, 90% of the time, and I never write anything out. But I had everything planned. Uh, it was going to be a 15-minute podcast, and uh, it was an interesting subject to me. And I kind of chucked it all overboard. And I chucked it all overboard because of I understand the significance of the month we are in, for me personally. And I kind of want to convey to you who are listening to this right now, if you care, about what this month, this month which is Pride Month, um, in the United States, what this means to me and what it means as someone who has covered specifically the Denver Nuggets, um, because this has been a difficult year for me personally, and I think that if I can adequately, without going into every detail of my freaking life, uh, kind of give you an idea of why this has been a little difficult. Um, it's not easy being the only reporter who is gay who covers a professional sports team in the city. Um, it's extremely isolating because you have no one to relate to. Um, I, I, I don't know how better to say that. Um, there is not I can't I can't talk to people about my experiences. Uh, it is very much separate from everything that I have done. And this isn't a career, by the way. I have not got paid. I don't get paid one cent to cover the Denver Nuggets, right? And I haven't for years. I get paid nothing. I donate my time to bring Nuggets coverage to you. And where this has been conflicting for me this year, specifically, has been a sense that I am on an island and I can't get away from it. I can't get away from that island. It's it's all well and good for people to say they support you. I don't. I'm not looking for people's support. I don't. Let's remove that for a second. I don't want. I don't want people to come up to me and say, "Oh, I support you," or something like that. I, don't, I, I. I want to not feel like I am the only person in the city of Denver who has the same experiences, and it's rough. It is rough because. No one likes that feeling that they are living two separate lives. This is why people come out of the closet, right? This is why people, um, it's a struggle for people to get come do it. Because really, one of the big issues, uh, one of the things that happen when that leads to a point where you have to come out of the closet is that uh, it is, you feel like you're leading two different lives. You feel like you are not able to be completely and totally honest with everyone in your life. Um, I don't talk about 
my sexuality to anyone in that locker room. No one. And I'm 90% sure most of them do not know. Which is whatever. It's fine. It's not their business to know. Uh, they have things to deal with in their lives. Right? But it is another layer of isolation. It's another layer of a wall that goes up between you and who you are around when you are covering a team. Um, I will say, without a doubt, everyone that I work with, quote-unquote work with, everyone I'm with there at the arena, including the Nuggets PR staff, uh, all the way up to and including Tim Connolly, I've been nothing but 100% tremendously supportive of me. This isn't about them. This is about me and my relationship with my community and my ability to bring that all together. And quite frankly, it's, I, I hate feeling like it's in conflict. It shouldn't be in conflict, right? It sh- there shouldn't be a conflict between who I am fundamentally and uh, what I choose to cover. But it kind of is. And it's, it's, there's some parts of it that happened this past season which created a strain that wasn't there the previous nine years that I have been bringing Denver Nuggets coverage to you. Specifically speaking, uh, when Nikola Jokic, who... Let me get this out of the way. I didn't cover the no homo thing with Jokic in November. Um, and I kind of feel like I let myself down a little. I didn't cover it because I fundamentally believe, to this day, Nikola Jokic is not a homophobic person. Uh, I think he's a religious person, which carries some views that maybe necessarily I don't agree with. Um, and that goes for a lot of different aspects of religion. That's Some of those, uh, specifically when you go to Daniel Murphy, are vocalized in different ways. But I honestly, I honestly believe Nikola Jokic is not homophobic. He was just trying to make a dick joke. That's all he was doing. He was trying to make a dick joke. And it didn't land. We have all made jokes that don't land. Um, and the fact that it took two weeks for it to come out, and the circumstances of the way it came out, uh, I understand 100% completely why he was not in the mood to address it, because it didn't feel genuine. Like, this came out later, you found it later, it was like the Zapruder film. You know, it was not the highest quality video, and it was it was strange. Um, and I understand that from his perspective. What was difficult for me is that through that experience, I had no one I could talk to about this. None. There was no one in the city of Denver that I could relate my own feelings about the situation to and have them understand And that was a function and is a function of there being not very many gay men who cover sports. And specifically who are there in locker rooms and who are there in uh, 
in the arena and who are around a team a lot. You don't get that. And the isolation just got to me this year. It just got to me. You know, I try to give you guys the biggest, the, the best perspective on Denver sports, uh, specifically the Nuggets, that I can. I am, I am history-obsessed and have been since I was a kid. And that's why my articles, when I still wrote, ended up like Michener novels. And that is why, uh, <laughs> that's a reference, speaking of old, that's a reference that 99% of you will not get. Um, just, just look up James Michener and you would understand exactly what I meant by, by that reference. Uh, they ended up like that. And it's because I want to bring history to you. Uh, I feel that, I feel that the age demographic of those who cover the Nuggets, uh, is intrinsically limited and they have a hard time conveying history to the public. Specifically with an organization that may it seem like it doesn't have a lot of history in the Denver Nuggets, but they do. That's what I want to bring to you. But I didn't have an avenue to talk about how the Nikola Jokic um, no homo comment made me feel as a gay man who covers sports. Specifically, uh, one who covers the Denver Nuggets. And it was incredibly isolating and it fundamentally changed the way I looked at this season I'm sorry but it did it had nothing to do with anything other than my thought that I couldn't vent I couldn't vent I was able to talk to my friends and I, I have plenty of friends who cover the team but all of them are straight and I talk to my friends who are gay, but none of them cover basketball. Uh, I was able to vent to them and, and, and understand, be able to relate to them a little bit, but none of them understand the dynamics of a locker room. And it is weird to have something suddenly dawn on you that after 10 years of giving your heart and soul to a team for essentially what is amounts to free for most of it, right? And not have any sort of shoulder to cry on. Because no one knew what I was going through. And it fundamentally changed my outlook and it made me not appreciate this year as much as I should have. Um... It, it, it upset me to the point where I couldn't, I was missing games, uh, I was intentionally missing games, um, I was deliberately looking to not be involved because I felt like there wasn't an avenue for me to be myself, and I personally don't know how to get that back. I may have to make peace that it will never come back. Um, reiterating once again, this isn't about Nikola Jokic. Because like I said, he went for a dick joke and it didn't land. That's it. Right? That is that is 100% it. Um, that is what Nikola Jokic was going for, and it just didn't, I mean, we've all had that moment, 
Right. I'm not. I'm not even upset in the slightest at Nikola Jokic. Um, I'm just. It just don't like how it put me on Jeff the Gay Reporter Island. Because <laughs> I've always not been. I mean, those of you who follow me on Twitter, I talk about it constantly. But that's completely different. That's fucking Twitter. Okay, let's not draw any relation between normal society and Twitter. Fucking Twitter. It's, just, it's not the same thing, people. It's not. Um, I needed something in my life that I could go to and commiserate over. And the, the realization that I was by myself was absolutely crushing. And I don't know how to get it back. I don't know how to get the good feeling back again. And I think we are at a point where we are at a point where we, uh, as a society, I'm going to stretch this out a little. We are much more tolerant of, especially more than when I grew up, of sexuality in specific. Sexual identity politics, all of it. We are much more, quote-unquote, tolerant as a society. And I hate the word tolerant because that means that they're tolerating you, which is not the right word. Um, but we are uh, progressed to a large extent. And as someone who grew up in the 80s and 90s, I can tell you that it is night and day. Um, a generation that has come up has, has, a, has, just as a general philosophy, is far more advanced than I was at their age uh, for any sort of um, the maturity and the thought process is leaps and bounds ahead. Um, but as much as we have progressed with sexuality and our view of it and uh, where we are as a society, there is still this view that if you're gay, you're weak. And that pervades through many facets of the sports community. And that is the next big leap. Because I've I've always said that sports are a window into society as a general. Um, It's structured and it is a good place to observe social dynamic. And as much as athletes say that they are open-minded and progressive and view things a certain way... Um, the locker room d- dynamic that I've observed over 10 years has been, I could say largely, that is not true. Um, and it's largely because homosexuality in male supports is viewed as weakness. And where the next challenge comes is taking that stigma away. Now, the Nuggets locker room is, is, is great. I've never had an issue. I mean, and let me reiterate it once again. This isn't a critique of the Denver Nuggets. This is my thoughts on sports in general. And my observations of watching, 
like I said, missing many locker room dynamics play out in front of me for 10 years, I have noticed that things have are still, as much as we like to believe they've changed, they're still the same. And until we believe and understand that homosexuality is not weakness, and that it's just not weak men, which is what it is, that is the perception. I know some gay men who will beat the living shit out of you in two seconds. Let's drop the stigma of weakness. But let's look at it as a society and say, when will we stop defining sexuality as a weakness? Specifically sexuality that's shared by you. And on this Pride Month in 2019, I hope the next bridge to cross, the, 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 you may, aside from me being the loneliest gay sports reporter in Denver. Okay, let's remove that for a second. Let's go to sports in general and say, one, where we move to as a society will be largely in, in, um, determined by how our athletics shape and how we determine that certain things are just life. And when people start accepting life as life, they'll be able to move on and not care about the stupid shit. Because that's what it is. It's stupid shit. And when we are able to progress beyond them, then... I think as a society, we could be able to look back at it and say, at least we have confidence in ourselves, where people can't hide behind, quote-unquote, belief to say that they don't agree with a lifestyle that's not a lifestyle. I hope we do. I hope we do. Well, anyway, thank you for joining me today, and I thank you for letting me vent, and thank you for letting me tell you about this. Uh, It's 2019. It's Pride Month. Um, do you know someone who's gay? If you know someone who is transgender, they know bisexual, anything like that. LGBTQ, right? You know anyone like that? Go give them a hug, right? It's, it's, a, it's a good month, and if you hey, I would encourage you to attend a local pride parade. They're fun. You know, if you want to have fun, go to a fucking pride parade. This year, it's on Father's Day in Denver. If you can make it downtown, get down there. It's fun time. All right, I'll be talking to you guys later. See you later.